for God, for country, for truth, for justice, for the republic, neocrusader.com. is episode 12. Thank you for joining in. I have Stephen Stover with me, and uh, he is uh, pastor of LifePoint Ministries. And uh, thank you for coming on, Steve. Thank you for having me, Sean. Yes, sir. Um, it, you know, we, uh, I, I'm a, I guess I'm a little, a little tore up of, of some of the things that have been going on here, here lately. And uh, I, I, I think we've really seen an escalation. Um, and the chatter is that you know there's going to be more escalating of uh, the anti-Trump movement, things like that. And um, I sent you a video, and I just I just wanted you to, as soon as I saw it, um, you know I just the the look on the people's faces, and um, you know they were there was an anti-Sharia march or a movement across the the country, and you know the several different places where they were protesting and uh, this was a, a reporter that had, had gone out and I think it was in Texas and he was covering this, this anti-Sharia march and all of a sudden you know you, you could see the, the, the what they call the anti-fascists coming in and banging drums covering up the camera assaulting him and he caught on film uh, people just with the weird they wouldn't even look the camera in the eye they would stare off they they had no no emotional connection if, if i mean did you get the same thing when when, when you saw that i did um when i seen that the first thing went across my mind boy there's a lot of nuts out there in the world and if, if you notice most of those people had masks on they had their faces covered right and if history's taught us anything, it's the bad guy or the outlaw that does that. Well, when I think you and I are about the same age. I mean, um, with when we were growing up, you had GI Joe, and who did they fight? The 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 guys with the masks. They were all a terrorist organization, and and they literally wore masks, and they literally sort of resembled the the thugs that we're we're facing now. <laughs> yeah. If you are out and you're trying to save a uh, elderly lady or you're protecting someone, you're not going to hide your face. The person harming them will hide their face. So them putting mask on is a uh, sign of guilt. They know they're wrong. They didn't want their face to be associated with it. How, how, in your opinion, do do patriots do people oppose that and and be within the right their rights i mean we're given you know we, we have natural rights we have the right to be free from harm and, and free from attack so how, how do we how do we do that most law-abiding citizens don't pick up a sign and go out protesting um, just because someone protests does not mean they are not a law-abiding citizen. There's a lot of things that need protest out there. Um, Planned Parenthood is one. Um, things like that. Um, peaceful protest. I'm for all. I'm all for that. I um, I believe that if people would protest with their finances, I know there's some news commentators out there that are conservative and they're really smart and they're good. I enjoy listening to them, but they oppose boycotts. And uh, I'm not like that. I, I believe in boycotts. I believe that if some a business is throwing finances at something that goes against our biblical views, then um, 
I believe that if people would start boycotting those businesses, uh, boycotting actors, refuse to watch movies that have actors in them, that, and I'm not talking about someone that just because they have a view different than ours, but if they make statements like these uh, actors and actresses did, those liars that said, if Trump is elected, I'm going to move to Canada, and none of them have moved to Canada because the money's in the United States which goes back to the word of God, the love of money is the root to all evil. So, um, But not boycotting because someone, their views are different from ours. That's what makes us a democracy. But boycotting because people try to, back to um, this fascism, it's putting their views in our face. Right. If finances control things. And again, you know me, I'm just blunt. Whenever Starbucks comes out and they say they would hire illegal immigrants, they would hire um, these people coming from these countries that um, the president is trying to put a travel ban on, a temporary travel ban, that they would hire them. If finances talk, people are in business to make money. And if people say they start a business because they want to make a difference in the community, I don't believe that for a minute. That's what churches are for. That's what nonprofit organizations are for. Um, People go into business to make money. They do. In making money, they may want to make a difference, and I agree with that. But the whole point of being in business is to make money. And when you dip into their wallet, then that will change them. And I think one of the biggest ways that people can combat this type of what I call evil that's going on in the world that if a group of people want to go out and protest something peaceably be it Democrats or Republicans the other party should not be out there calling them names and throwing things at them and there really should not even have, be no need for a police presence there it should be peaceful peaceable and I agree with that as long as it's peaceable and I, no matter what the subject is everybody has a right to voice their opinion right. but it's when um, let me word it like this. And again, you know me, I'm very hard on things. It's uh, It would be easy for someone to look and say, well, Stephen, you're a pastor. You have no business voicing a political view. See, the Bible is against that kind of rhetoric. It gives me the full right to voice my political view. And what I'm about to say is very hard. And uh, people know where I stand that know me. If, if a Republican is gay... They're just gay. If a liberal is gay, they want every law in the land passed to protect them and to give them more rights. If a Republican is an atheist, they just don't go to church. If a liberal is an atheist, they want prayer taken out of schools. They want the Ten Commandments taken out of the courthouse. See the difference? Yes. So when this group of people go out and they start protesting, that's fine for them to protest. But if the other group wants to go out and protest um, Planned Parenthood or protest um, things that go against biblical views or things that go against the heart of American view a hundred years ago, then I don't think that the liberal groups should be out there trying to cause harm and insight. There's a difference in inciting a riot and rioting than there is in a peaceable protest. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, as far as the... And I think that's maybe one place where we've... As far as the left-right paradigm, you know, when, when you and I were, were young, my my grandmother was had me in a Pentecostal church every, you know, every, every Sunday, every Wednesday. I've told you a few of the things that, uh, you know, went on. Um, you know, I, I've, I've given you some, some witness and some things. And, um, you know, I, she was a Democrat, and she was a staunch Democrat. But nowadays, the Democratic Party has been hijacked. And there are still people out there, but the the prominent ones, the ones with the loudest voices, are more, well, fascist in in a way. But they do it in the name of liberalism. 
and I, I think it's driven a wedge between us. Um, you know, I mean, it, 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 looking back as, as a kid, did, am I wrong in saying that they were? It, it was different. No, you're one hundred percent right. It was Ronald Reagan. See, he used to be a Democrat, and it was Ronald Reagan that said he did not leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left him. It changed. Right. Uh, years ago, the, the difference in views were um, economical, taxes, uh, and, and things like that, or uh, subsidies. Now, the, it's as different as daylight and dark. It's not like it was back even during, uh, I was born in 72, and liberalism was coming in then, if you'll remember, and again, uh, I don't call people names other than the Christian name they were given, Walter Mondale was a liberal, uh-huh. and it was not popular then. Right. Um, but the Bible makes it very clear that people are going to wax worse and worse, and they'll become wise in their own eyes. They have, they, in other words, they have wisdom to run the country. And there's no wisdom apart from God. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That don't mean that a person has a lot of wisdom. It means that's the very start of it. You can't even start to have wisdom if you don't fear the Lord. So, And if people don't fear God, and you see that now, even with these politicians, and I'll speak against every political group out there now, these politicians, if they refuse and they're afraid to end their prayer saying in Jesus' name, that is a cowardly way out. And I'm telling you that if we fear the Lord and we are not afraid to mention the name of Jesus, that is really the church has backed up on. The churches used to teach that it was wrong to, a lot of them even taught that it was wrong to go out and vote. Um, and then you see, I think it was 1973, Roe versus Wade, you seen in the 60s, Madeleine O'Hara take Bible reading out of school because churches remain silent. Uh-huh. <laughs> With, um, I guess, Steve, one thing, um, I guess concerning fascism in, in another way, that I kind of wanted to maybe have you touch upon. Actually, it was you in your Twitter feed that first sort of alerted me to the to the issue. But that was the Bible in the Schools program. Yes, and I think that's an, another uh, politically correct um, fascism through uh, you know misuse of the law. Um, uh, you know this. This program had been, you know, available to kids in Mercer County for for decades. It was all privately funded, and then one atheist comes in and removes an elective class, and it's just another version. It's just another branch of of that that movement. I mean, is is it not all tied together? It is. It is. Um, how can one person do that? How can one lady, Madeline O'Hara, get Bible reading taken out of school? How can a... Uh, it's one person comes in and imposes their views. Politicians do it every day. Our congressmen across the United States and our um, senators, and kudos to... Our, one of our senators here in West Virginia, I'm not going to, to mention names, um, but they sent out a feed wanting people to respond with questions. Um, what would you like me to ask? And I think it was um, James Comey, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And see, that is what our congressmen and our senators they're not supposed to go and vote the way they feel. They're supposed to vote the way that the people that put them in office want them to vote. If um, if a district is for something, then that their delegates should vote that way, their congressmen should vote that way, and then on up to the Senate branch should vote that way. And right now, this fascism is, is, is even in our political... Um, 
in our, our political system when politicians will vote the way that they want to without regards to how the people at home want them to vote. A politician should never go and vote on something because that's how they feel. Right. A good politician will vote for something that they are against. A good politician will vote against something that they are for because that's what the people that voted for them want them to vote. They are there as a representative of the people. And that's just another form of that. It's imposing, and it would be one person that will cast their vote on a particular law that does not represent their people at home, and it is enforcing their views upon the people at home. And it starts, it's not just in people that's protesting, it's not, it starts, really starts in politics, with, with our politicians doing, this, doing the exact same thing. Isn't, I mean, I guess as far as, as that goes, I mean, they, they, I guess you've heard the old adage that, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And, I, you know, I, I, I just, I think, I, I hope, I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic and, and hope that we're going to see a grassroots movement of, and, and you know, we, we've, We've heard the term the greatest generation, but if if another greatest generation doesn't step up, you know, and, and I mean how close we came with this last election and how how close we still teeter, um, you know if if we don't have a generation that hears the things that these politicians are actually saying instead of just hearing what is what they're fed in the media, then, you know, I think it's, I think we could just maybe throw the towel in, um, you know, it, it just, it, it, we've seen the dumbing down of society, um, you know, the, the, the common core math, things I, I look at and, and I probably would, would flunk out, <laughs> you know, I just don't see the logic in it, we were, we were shown a different way, and I think it was a better way. And, yes, I I mean, it, it all goes back to um, it. All, it all goes back to uh, you know, basically a, a sort of a, a plan. A um, it, it, have you ever heard of the the rules for radicals uh, by Saul Alinsky? Yes. Okay, and we have so basically we have politicians, you know, who were were you know admired and were, were mentored by this man who you know in rules for radicals, and this is the playbook. This is the the playbook that they use, um, and these people are in power. And you know this book dedicated to to Lucifer, the first rebel I th or first radical I think was the inscription. And you know you see people like the the French president coming out, um, you know, to the to the European Union anthem in front of um, a pyramid that. Um, you know, basically, is has been referred to. It was it, um, it was built by a, uh, or you know, I guess commissioned by President Mitterrand, and um, it was finished in 1989. Um, it's rumored, and there have been pamphlets and brochures that came out around the time that it was was built that it's got 666, you know, individual panes of glass. And the man, you you can Google it. I'm, I'm going to put it under underneath the media player. He's standing in front of this pyramid at the Louvre, and there's a big it, it it's it there's a huge eye above it. I mean, it's just it it's it's just surreal to see that they're that out in the open. And people still, it's like the emperor isn't wearing any clothes, but nobody really wants to say it. <laughs> you know, yeah, people. If people shocked, now I'm gonna, I'll say this: If Christians shocked the way that the Bible teaches to, if they voted the way the Bible teaches to, if you notice in the obituaries, ninety-nine percent of the people are Christians. It says, I, I, "Now I don't believe that the Bible says that few there be that find it." So, mm -hmm. but everybody claims religion on a deathbed. But if people voted and shot, in the, in the book of Revelations, it talks about not being able to buy and sell in the end time 
and everybody preaches that that is that there'll be no money. And I don't believe that's what it means. If we shop the way the Bible teaches us to, and if a business comes out and says, listen, I'm throwing all kinds of money toward same-sex marriage. I'm throwing money towards Planned Parenthood. I'm throwing money to bring Muslim refugees to America. And, and as we've talked before, the percentage just isn't there. There are all kinds of Christian refugees in these countries, and there, what is it, 2 or 3% of them get brought over in the it's 97... I, I'm sorry. I, I think the actual number, I, I, and I'll, I'll have to look it up, but if I remember correctly, it's uh, two-tenths of one percent actually make it in. Yeah, and the rest are the Muslims, so they're not bringing the Christians. That's the, the Christians are not the refugees that's coming in. It's the Muslim refugees, and that's scary. Now, but if Christians voted the way that the Bible teaches to, it's going to get to a point that you cannot buy or sell. I refuse to shop somewhere if I know that they're putting money, if a certain organization is putting money towards Satan worship, I will not shop there no more. If a certain brand comes out and says we're throwing money toward the um, gay community, I don't buy their stuff anymore. If a coffee shop comes out and says that we will hire these illegal immigrants and um, these refugees that are coming in illegally, that you come to us, we'll hire you. I don't go there anymore. I don't. I didn't need them twenty years ago. I don't need them now. And when people start realizing those companies need our dollars more than we need their product, if we if people would look at it like that, they would change their views. And there's these uh, billionaire liberals that that are throwing money to incite riots. They're throwing money out to these people. I find it hard to believe that everybody that's out there rioting and everybody that's out there, uh, like that clip you showed me that's out there trying to cause a peaceful protest harm, I find it hard to believe that they're missing work and not getting any money out well, of it. Well, you, you heard him say, uh, how much is, is George Soros, are you working for George Soros, and I think, and, and one of the guys said, yeah, he's paying me. And he said, how much is he paying you or something? He says, a lot, or something like that. Yeah, yeah so um, you have, but if we start dipping into these billionaires' pockets, see, that's the only way I don't believe in in bloodshed is I don't think that we ought to be violent people. I'm against that. I am for dipping into their wallets. And you can just simply do that by staying home or saying, no, I'll go here instead of going there. I'll watch this instead of watching that. And when we dip into their wallets, remember, they're in the business to make money. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says the love of money is the root to all Evil, all evil. If um, Soros, which is a cancer in America, if he is throwing money at these things, well, he, it looks like Stephen, he is really convicted by his beliefs he's throwing a lot of money in it. If he's throwing money in it, he's getting a lot more money out of it. The Bible says the love of money is the root to all evil. He's doing it because there's something in it for him. Um, but if, if Christians, not just Christians, whether you're Christian or not, if people would simply keep their money and spend it in a place that spend it in a place that's neutral, mm-hmm. go shop it. You want a sandwich? Go go get a sandwich somewhere that they're neutral. They don't get political, or they have Christian views. Right. But if they come out and admit that they're doing things that that I would call putrid. I encourage people to stay away from it. And I encourage pastors and I shame pastors across the United States for not standing up and being a little bit more political in the pulpit. Well, you vote how you feel. You cannot tell people how to vote. But when you've got congregations of two and 3,000 people, and some of them have even more, and that, that, those, that, those numbers carry a lot of weight. And if you look and say, I urge you not to vote for people that stands up for, and I'm blunt, I believe that an abortion is worse than picking up a rifle and walking out the streets. And I'm against both. 
I'm against both. I don't want no one getting me wrong. But a poor, defenseless baby in its mother's womb cannot run. It don't have a wall to hide behind. It can't climb in a hole. It's there. Well, they, will be protected. It's unborn, and I and I, it has life. Um, if uh, if if you remember, not to not to cut you off, Steve, but if you remember that video of those people in the rotunda there. At the Capitol, that was that was a, uh, I believe, a uh, anti-Planned Parenthood or you know, a, a sort of a right to life uh, type of uh, uh, event there, and those people were literally walking around with the 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 spaced out look, yelling, you know, chanting Satan, Satan, while these people were protesting. And yeah. Again, it, it just all goes back to the same thing, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, if if the other group is out there the left is out there you don't see the right coming out and and doing that there's if someone is given a peaceful protest there should be no call to and again if the police have to show up at a protest the protesters are wrong well I it you know that's that's the the thing um, you know, and, and you, you made a good point, and I kind of had seen the same thing. I, I ran across this article the other day when, it, when I was off and just was kind of, you know, thumbing through it, and it was just uh, sort of a, a, a collection of pictures from the Vietnam War, from, you know, from the beginning to, you know, all the way to the, to the end of it. And, um, you know, it just, uh, I saw a lot of relation between what we're seeing now and what we saw then, only to the nth degree with us. Um, you know, can you imagine back then if everybody had, you know, a mobile camera that they could instantly broadcast to everyone in the world? And I think that's a good weapon. Um, not just hitting them in the pockets, but sunlight is, you know the best, um, you know, disinfectant, basically. Um, and I, I think I think the dawn of, the, you know, the camera age, it should have gone the other way, in my opinion. It our, should have. Our politicians should have cleaned up their act. But now we... We, we watch cat videos and, and are spoon-fed lies. And I just don't understand how it got here. You know, I guess maybe, you know, we, maybe we were meant to, you know, you, you made a good point. And like I said before, um, you know, Babylon is confusion. Yeah, yeah that, that is exactly what it means. They, um, as, as we've said before, in World War One, and then in World War Two, people would gather around the radios to hear the, the president giving a, an address on the war and they would hear through the radio how things were going and then and then even through the Vietnam War and um, I salute all of our men and women in uniform I, I think they deserve a lot more respect, a lot more finances a lot better insurance than what they're getting And um, but during the Vietnam War the television cameras and the other wars, the television cameras were not there present at wartime like they were in Vietnam. And the, the, the protest, let me say this, the protester was locked up inside of people and the video cameras brought it out. Right. They wasn't protesting so much the other wars the way they did Vietnam because they were not being televised as much. In Vietnam, and I don't think that the media meant to incite protests like that, but it, it's almost like throwing fuel on the, on a fire. The fire was already there. If you have someone that, um, especially during that era, they would call our soldiers murderers. And the American soldiers, um, in Vietnam now, this was not something that America brought out of the enemy. When they went over there and they would strap bombs to children and send them into the American camps, they didn't do that because America was over there. They were doing that during the Civil War before America ever got involved in it. Right. They were doing that. Um, when America went over there, 
then this stuff begins, it's televised and it, it's all over the news media. And they would call America, they would call our soldiers murderers. If I, I mean, what kind of I, pathetic idiot would call a soldier that's defending, going over there fighting well, for America? I want to point out some irony there, Steve, is, is that then, you know, my my dad, his his buddy, you know, um, you know, I've I've heard my dad refer, you know, that that they uh, he got off the plane and and they would, you know, he would, you know, it was they would call him baby killers, and those were the liberals back in the day. And now, yeah. like I said, today it's just crazy town. Now, you know, the conservatives are the ones standing there at the abortion clinics, you know, actually actually condemning baby killers and the left is going nuts over it yeah it, i mean it, it just it, again it it is all just you know it, it, maybe it is it, it confusion um it is it's a, if it's not my view then it's it's not a good view that is the way they look at it mm-hmm. um nancy pelosi when trump when donald trump was Elected, said there would be blood in the streets, and she called for blood in the street. Oh, they have these, um, yeah, they have these Roman plays where, like, like they're assassinating the Senate's assassinating Julius Caesar. But in reality, they done the same thing with Obama. They went in and and, and they put a had someone dress up like Obama, and they went in and again. Uh, president Obama was the president of the United States. I will never attack the office of the President of the United States. I disagree with his views, but that office of the President of the United States commands respect. And that's, America has slipped away from that. I'm, I'm Republican, I'm conservative. I don't think that Democrats are the enemy. I do not believe that. I believe that people that tried to invoke and enforce their views on me, they turned herself into my enemy. I did not turn them into my enemy. Right. But I believe that office, now they, they done the same play with President Obama, but it was not as graphic. Mm-hmm. It was not just constantly over and over stabbing with knives and mutilating the body like they did with um, President Trump. And then for this, um, what was her name, this Lady CNN did, and uh, they did because it was going to cost them a little bit of finances, I'm sure. Oh, um, I should know this. Um, Griffin. Yeah, Kathy yeah, Griffin. Kathy Griffin, yeah. Mm-hmm. A mask like she, like she was holding the, uh, the head of Donald Trump with blood all over it. Now, back to the Vietnam era. People say, well, that does not incite violence. The protester was locked up inside of a human body. During World War One, during World War Two, and during the Korean War, people did not really know what was going on over there because the video cameras wasn't there. As soon as the video cameras were there in Vietnam, the protester come out. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. I mean, there's it brought the protester out, so it was there. It was doing no harm. It was not walking around with signs calling our military um, personnel murderers and baby killers and stuff. It, it was all, it was there, but it didn't manifest itself. The video cameras brought it out, and it manifested itself in the Vietnam War. Now, if that is the truth, and it is, then you have people that are violent on the inside, and they have not manifested that violence yet. But then when you have Nancy Pelosi stand up and say there will be blood in the streets, and then you have... Um, politicians that stand up and and call for people basically calling for violence oh, yeah. and calling for people to not just to come together and vote that is democracy but coming together to to incite violence and then you have Kathy Griffin holding a like a head of, of Donald Trump that looks beheaded then you have um, who was that uh, is it Snoop Dogg or, um, or yeah. one of those that, that done the, like they were assassinating a, the president a yeah the president and then his nephew came on and uh, threatened the first lady um, because you know they were talking you know it, it had made such an uproar so yeah um, 
So yeah, that that will manifest violence. It will if there's violence locked up in some. And I believe that a lot of the um, songs that was out during the eighties. I believe that it brought a lot of violence, and I believe that I believe, I, and I, I believe that some video games are harmful to children. Oh, absolutely! That well, I'll tell you, Steve. That actually, I mean, it's there. Are, there have been leakers that came out. Um, that's the whole MTV. The, um, the you know, rap started out in a completely different way. It was it was fun. It was you know, but. And you said it before, music, um, you know, is can be a very powerful, um, yeah. you know, and and so it was weaponized. And what it was made to do was, again, like you said, get into the people's minds. It they were conditioned, um, and yeah, I mean, there. This is, and I'll, I'll put some more of those links. Um, I mean, people have, from the music industry have literally come out and said, hey. Um, I believe that there was coercion with, um, if I remember, Steve, th- there was coercion with these privately held prisons because they needed a population. How do you do that? You get kids indoctrinated into the thug gang lifestyle. It absolutely destroyed the African-American community's um, family unit because it's not seen, you know, you, you're, not, you're, you're not respectable if you go home to a family and you support the family and once you destroy the family unit that's that's one of the legs on the table everything else is going to fall yeah it sure is i would challenge everyone out there and i've asked this question i've had people come to me before about and they've questioned me about a standard a doctrine and a standard of what i call and the bible calls holiness and I tell them, and here's, here's my answer to them. If Jesus came to this earth and he was going to choose a, a woman to be his wife, an actual woman, and he was going to get married, just, and he's not going to do that, and he did not do that. Right. But we'll play like, well, suppose he did come to this earth to choose a natural woman to be his wife. Picture in your mind what you think she would look like. I, I never tell anybody. I do not lead people and say, this is what I think. And then my next reply is, he did come to the earth and chose a bride. It is the church. And that's what he expects her to look like. Whatever picture you have in your mind, where little is known, little is required, but where much is known, much is required. Whatever picture you have in your mind, that's what he requires of his church. That's now, good. That's really good, Steve. That's good. Um, and I tell people, and I'll, 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 I'll pose another question to the audience right tonight. That is, if the media and the politicians that call for blood in the street and our celebrities that are out there pretending like they're assassinating the president of the United States, you don't even have to say the president's name. Doing that to any president is wrong. Now, if that does not incite violence in people, then let your children watch, um, play these scary video games and these video games that have murder in them and stuff. And I'm not talking about let them do it um, in doses. Let them do it all they want to if it does not incite violence. If music does not incite violence, if what you hear and what you see does not incite violence, then allow your children to listen to the very um, these these songs that are have a lot of killing and manslaughter and, and butchering people in them, and let them listen to that all the time. Let them watch these scary movies all the time. Let them play the video games, and that is all they see in front of them. Do you think that would change your child? And your answer, and I'll, I'll leave people on this one. The answer for sure is yes. But it's the same. It, it's the the same group of people right now that will say, yeah, not everybody, but the same group of people, a small number, will say, well, absolutely, it will. And just because you say absolutely, it will, don't mean that you're that you that you you think that the the news media and these celebrities don't incite violence. But if you think that would incite violence in your children. Don't turn around and say, no, Nancy Pelosi calling for blood in the street will not incite violence. Snoop Dogg, Kathy Griffin will not incite violence. Sure it does. Oh, 
Steve, yeah. there. Um, I don't know if you've if you've heard. Uh, you, you had mentioned you've been kind of you've been kind of busy, but um, you know there. The I believe it was was CNN. Um, I, I just I heard the talk, but I think it was Wolf Blitzer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he basically, you know, there the liberal media is alluding to, you know, that that this guy, um, what was the 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 shooter. That uh, the one that shot the congressman and and you know he uh, I think his name was James Hodgkins. Um, he he was he was a Bernie Sanders supporter. He was he was supposedly very you know whacked out. Um, and the the chatter now is that there I, I can I can actually link and I will underneath the media player. A tweet from back in April, where they mentioned how, if you want to, you know, I guess that you know that the, these Republicans were vulnerable right there, um, and that they even mentioned the plainclothes special service agents that were that would be there. All of this, and this was this was back in April, Steve. And yeah. the thing about Scalise, and you know, which even goes, you know, he was hot on the track of, of pedophilia. Um, he was he was digging up, and you know, and again, I'm not I'm not pointing fingers, and I'm, I'm not calling everybody who who is a Democrat or considers themselves a liberal, um, you know, to you know, I'm not grouping everybody in this, but you know, they there's a, a trend, and you know, the spirit cooking, the ch- the child pedophilia, the the pornography, um, you know, child pornography, the you know, and it's it's a, a a pattern just like you would see with a, a serial killer or just you know that serial person they all fit the same pattern i am I, I mean am, am i wrong there you know you're you're absolutely right um people have if they're if they're violent now this man i know i don't believe they found any records of any mental illness Right, which is scary. If I mean, if if he would have come out and they would have said yes, it's mental illness or something. Wait a minute, Steve. I I think actually um, there was proof he he had a big Bernie Sanders sign or something. No, I'm just picking. I'm just. I'm sorry. I was just picking. Uh, no, you're correct. Yeah, <laughs> that speaks for itself, don't it? He <laughs> burn. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I was just being a little light, lighthearted there, but. Oh, you know, you're right. But if, if, they, if they had medical records that showed that, it would, I mean, it's still terrible, and it doesn't take away from that. Right. But this was just 100% politically motivated, and when you have politicians that come out and incite violence and say there's going to be blood in the street, and you have um, these celebrities that come out and do these things, I believe it almost puts it in people's minds that, hey, I've got somebody in Washington that's going to be on my side if I do this. I've got money, people with big, powerful names in Hollywood, or I've got billionaires that's going to help get me out of trouble if I do this. Well, and and even more than that, Steve, is they, again, see the video footage of these people in masks throwing urine and beating people and and... Uh, assaulting people and cussing yeah. them, everything they can do, and the police standing by and not jerking these people up. Do you want to get make a few people mad right now? Uh, I, man, I, I I don't want to make you uncomfortable. You you take it where you want to take it, Steve. This makes some people mad, and if it does, uh, they need uh, need a little prayer. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. One thing that started this is again, I am not attacking the any of the, the any of the presidents that we had attacking the office. I disagree on policy. Yeah. The, but yeah. President Barack Obama and presidential nominee, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, failed and even John Kerry, they failed to come out against these people targeting policemen and they would never speak against that. They would never come out in support 
of our military. They would never come out and support. Every time a policeman was killed, well, we're going to have to uh, see see what the um, outcome is. We're going to have to let them investigate it, and it would be they would have it on video that was plain. Oh yeah. And, and now everybody that was killed by a policeman. Now, don't get me wrong. I've seen a couple of the videos where one person was shot in the back. Yeah. That's murder. Yeah. I don't care if a person has a badge or they don't have a badge. But if you take somebody that's 250 pounds and they're all muscle weighing six foot four, if they come running to me and I got a gun on me, I'm not going to fist fight them. No. That was the last, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to fist fight them. So even being a police officer, male, female, or whatever, I wouldn't try to do that. But the President of the United States, the Secretary of the State, the, the at that time was Hillary Clinton, then the next Secretary of the State, John Kerry, they and our um, Joe Biden, the Vice President of the United States, they would never come out against policemen being targeted. And that incites violence in itself. It tells people the President of the United States, the Secretary of State, will not even come out and speak against targeting policemen and killing them. Right. And now, and it, it's in people's minds. Well, you can, if you don't like someone's views, don't don't take it out at the polling at, on, on election day. Take it out on them. And that's that's wrong. That's what voting booths are made for. And that's that's true. Um, I you know I, it's been said before, and I've said this a lot on my shows. But we're either going to be a you know a a country that is governed by laws, or we're just going to be a a, a group of of men. You know, we're we're just going to be uh, anarchists. You know, we there's no there's no middle ground. You can't have you can't have anarchy and have safety and have you know a a thriving society um, but yeah it, it, you know they 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 knocked the legs out from underneath the, the the support for the police if a police officer did make an arrest if they did have to pull the gun you know and again that's a chilling effect yeah. they had no no support. As a matter of fact, they got to they they the the same communities that they protected. They had to know that it was on them that these communities were being burnt down, that people were being you know assaulted and attacked. Yeah. And it's just how do you you know how how does a, a person in good you know I I have it on my on my website but. I was just driving to work one day, Steve, and I'm at a stoplight by the Crossroads Mall, and I look over underneath the bridge, and this man is pulling a lady out by her neck. And they had had an apparent car wreck, and something inside me would not let, I, I could not drive past that event without standing there for that woman, you know? Yeah, good. And I, I prayed, I, and it was it was the, the spirit of God. I, I, the the guy was big, big, and um, you know I I prayed, and I I was peaceful to the guy. I left my gun in the car and locked it up, and I just felt like that could be a turning point. And so I prayed. I put it in God's hands, and I I stood there by that woman's car, and he he walked away. He didn't even come near me. Now when the police arrived, he got violent again. So. You know, I I don't know, I, I but I, I I give that one to God, and and so, you know, maybe that's the answer. Um, you know, I I don't know if you listen much to Steve uh, Quayle. He gets out there on some certain things, but one thing he does say is, um, you know, re- rebuke first, ask questions later, and yeah. so I I don't know. I've I've you know I, I've put it all to the church. It's in the Old Testament, but it was a call to God's people. He said, if my people which are called by my name. So that's, that's itemizing exactly who he's talking about. Right. Will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He said, I'd hear from heaven and I would heal their land. So prayer is the top thing. Pray, pray, pray for your leaders. Pray and when, um, no, I don't care who the president was. 
It's Bill Clinton. It was George Bush. It was Barack Obama. It was Donald Trump. I believe in praying for the leaders. Don't attack the office of the President of the United States. Pray for your leaders. You don't have to agree with them. If you don't agree with them, you can still voice your opinion against their policies. Uh, disagree with attacking their families, their children, the, their wives, their husbands, their family, their dogs. <laughs> I agree with praying for them. Um, speak out against their policies. That's good. That's democracy. Mm-hmm. If If someone insults my wife, and I smack them. I'm right. Where it gets dangerous is when you smack somebody over their political views. People don't realize where this country's heading if it doesn't change. If we can't, if if the people that's inciting violence don't learn to keep their mouth shut, and the ones that's out there causing violence don't learn to stay home, it's leading to civil war. That's where it starts. Oh yeah. I mean, there's there's already chatter, Steve. People are saying things like, you know, that's that's first blood. You know, they did it. But how how do you how do you differentiate when you? I mean, I guess you can look at the crazies. I guess maybe on both sides. But how do you differentiate the average person? I mean, I believe when a statement like first blood is made, that person needs to be locked up that made it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and well, and these people, I mean, they're in just the attack of these bots. And you've seen them on Twitter. You've seen the 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 things that you know they're just hate filled, and they just are nothing but attacking people. And you know, they they program these things. And again, it's the same group of people that support the riots, support everything like that. Um, you know, they act, they go to the internet and they spread this fake hate. But it's still hate nonetheless when it hits your eyes and your ears. And so, I don't know. In, it's During Vietnam, a man, uh, he was a, an actor. We just don't have very many actors like this today. During the Korean War, Walt Disney surrendered his studios, surrendered everything he had to the United States military. Um, Jack Benny ran programs just for that. Right during the Korean War, you don't see Hollywood don't do that now. Now they protest. Um, what was that? John Ford. John Ford. They um, he volunteered and helped them because um, during the Korean War, John Ford helped and uh, volunteered. Well, the directors don't do that anymore. Now they protest or hold up signs during the Vietnam War. Jimmy Stewart, which was an American hero, people need to study up on him. He was an American hero. Him and Henry Fonda, Henry Fonda was a Democrat, Jimmy Stewart was a Republican, and they were best friends. Stewart was a tail That teaches something. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Stewart's stepson was killed in Vietnam. At the funeral, protesters gathered outside and protested his funeral because he was an American soldier killed in Vietnam, and they hung an American flag up and set it on fire. John Wayne, Mm. Jimmy Stewart, and Ronald Reagan walked out the front door. Now, Ronald Reagan, I I think, was a great president and a great man. Uh But Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Stewart turned around and walked back in and went out the back door. John Wayne went out there through all the protesters, took that American flag down and put the fire out. Oh, yeah. We need some more men like that in Hollywood. If we, right now, what we've got in Hollywood, not all of them, but 99.9% of them, we've got a bunch of trash in Hollywood. But, well, in, in the Chinese, the Chinese basically own Hollywood now, and that's, that's a whole other problem in itself. Yeah. Um, you know, and I guess that would be a whole nother show there, <laughs> because, but yeah, I mean, and, and again, though, it's it's the whole uh, machine, the whole globalist one world order machine that that uh, it it is such an intricate web of of just uh, lies and deception and and you know evil, um, witchcraft and and. Things you wouldn't even think of. I mean, who would have ever thought? Would you have ever at any point thought you would have heard of something like politicians mentioning spirit cooking? 
in a, even at its low point in a in a um, presidential you know uh, battle, would you have ever thought you would have heard something like that come come out in the media? No, no. I mean, and it's it's wickedness. Um, it is. It sure is. I, I will um, possibly be critiqued being a a pastor, a preacher, and not just a pastor, preacher, but a Christian using language like in Hollywood we have a bunch of trash. But I want to clarify something. John the Baptist preached his head off. Here's how he did it. The king took his brother's wife and he goes and he gets political. And he looks at the king and tells him what he is doing is not lawful. He made it very clear. The same John the Baptist would look, and I think it's in Matthew chapter 3, verse 7. He says, but listen to this, but when the, when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them, Old generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruits, meet worthy of repentance, and think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able to raise these, raise these stones, is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. He called him a generation of vipers. Right. And I believe that when people muzzle their words and they try to be politically correct, if I remain silent on something, my children will embrace it. Well, doesn't and people realize that. That gives over to a reprobate mind, though, doesn't it, as well? It does. It says you would believe a lie and be damned, and that word means cursed. That means to go to, 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 go to hell. That means that that person, that's where they would go. Uh, didn't Apostle Paul say that if a man or angel preach any other gospel, let them be accursed from God? And he's literally saying that if an angel would even come and preach any other gospel, they would become immediately, they would become a fallen angel and they would be bound for hell. That word cursed from God means that's where you would wind up going is to hell. Right. He's separated from God. Um, so, I mean, they used harsh language in the Bible to get their point across. Could you imagine if the prophets in the Old Testament, if Moses, if if the uh, apostles, the twelve apostles that we talked about earlier, you mentioned earlier, if they muzzled their language, and I'm not talking about bad language, I'm talking about trying to be politically correct. Right. Well, the Bible would be completely different, wouldn't it? Oh well, you know, and the thing I, th- I think when we first met, um, you know, I was I was maybe talking about Peter and how Peter. He he doesn't seem to me like well you know at, I guess at, at first he doesn't seem to me like the the type of person who muzzled himself and when they came for Jesus he he had a sword yeah. you know and he he wasn't he wasn't condemned for for having it but I mean the the thing what he did with it you know that that's a whole different the a whole different thing but but you know I. I don't think that it's it's bad to to say that, you know. I, I mean, I I think that um, it, it needs to be said because if it's not, the only thing that people are going to hear, Steve, are the 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 drum, the literal drum beatings of these fascist people, just like in that video. <laughs> uh, they're they're not muzzling what they say. No, and. Um, when when Donald Trump was running for president, it was almost like he was not running. It was like the American people was running, and he was the one that was trying to coach them and lead them on. And I remember this. The liberal media elects your presidents, and here's how they do it with the polls. They, they, they had it. They was trying to get it into the, um, the voters' minds that there's no hope to go out and vote because there's no chance Donald Trump can win. There's no chance. Huh? And when people feel like that, they stay home. Donald Trump was... He was coaching the people. It was like it was their race. Hey, they're lying to you. That's when he started saying fake news. Right. It's all fake. These polls are fake. We're ahead in the polls. We're doing good. We're winning. They're saying we're not. Go out and vote. They're trying to get you to stay at home and vote. And he was right. 
Oh, if you want to talk about collusion, there's your collusion right there. Um, yeah. That that there's the collusion. Um, and again, it's it's the whole. It, it goes back to. Uh, do you remember during the, the the beginning of the first Gulf War when um, uh, again wasn't it CNN um, where the news reporter was was he wasn't even in the country he wasn't even in Iraq but they had gas masks and a little fake palm tree behind them and they literally were acting like they were putting on the, the gas mask because there were incoming scud missiles it, do you remember that in front of a green I screen do. I do who was that was it Brian Williams I, I, I don't on uh, Fox News he was not his own cameraman right oh yeah so he was not the only one that was in on that. Well, even even Steve, all the way back, you you were talking about Vietnam, John Kerry. How do you get how do you get those photos if you're not if there's not something going on behind the scenes? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, he's an admitted protester. Yeah. So. And yeah. But yeah, so I mean, again, that you know, it's it all goes back to believing a lot. You you well, have to. Somehow we've got to uh, to break free from that. To break free when someone when someone lies to you, they're immediately saying they're smarter than you because they can get you to believe something that's not real. Mm-hmm. And America has been taken. Americans have been taken down the road by the news media, and the news media looks. I'm just blunt. They look at us like we're just poor people that's out working every day trying to earn money to feed our families and we'll believe whatever we're fed. And it's it's getting now to where that's not the case and they can't stand it. So they, they keep coming up with more more things, trying to, they, they invent stories that's, uh, I know the New York Times is terrible for it. I mean, they it's almost somebody can, anybody can send them an email. Yeah. I mean, but then Kim Jong Un can send them an email about the president of the United States, and they'll they'll print it on the front page. They'll print it, yep. And, and they'll print it as truth, and uh, even come out against Sarah Palin and kind of blame her for for these. Um, and I'm glad to see that they went on with their baseball game, but and come out and uh, kind of blame her for it. I. I'm not a, a sue happy person, but I hope she really sues. Oh, somehow, they, yeah, they 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 found a way to blame the president for it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. But um, well, Steve, we are uh, we're coming uh, right up to uh, around an hour right now. So, um, if uh, if you want, maybe uh, what we'll do. And I, re- I really appreciate you doing this. I know we've got some some other things planned. Uh, hopefully, in the future, there, um, you know, uh, that that we're you know we going to be discussing maybe the creation of uh, man and earth. And uh, I was really interested in it. And it, this show almost went that way, but uh, I just I really felt we needed to to say something, you know, about it and and to talk about. I agree. It. So. But uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, how, how can people get in touch with you? Um, uh, the uh, if they want to come visit you at church there, um, how do they? You know, when do they do that? So uh, how, how we are in a small community in Raleigh County, West Virginia. It's in Eccles, um, E C C L E S. It's on Route Three West. Um, you can type the the church in um, Google Maps to take you right to it. Life Point Ministries. Um, my email is my name spelled with a V, Stephen Stover at ymail.com. And uh, our church services, we have Sunday school Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Um, this Sunday on Father's Day, what we're doing, uh, the church made some wreaths. The, the youth got together and made wreaths for all the, for the church and gave them to them. And they said, they asked the men what they would want. And, uh, some of the gentlemen hollered out and said, hot dogs, so we're going to have a small Sunday school service there. We're going to have a short Sunday school service Sunday, and then afterwards we're going to go in behind the church and have a table set up, and the, the ladies, we're all going to sit down, the youth and the adults and everybody, and have hot dogs and desserts and stuff, but uh, it's going to be kind of like a picnic, and everyone is welcome to that. Sunday night at 6.30, Wednesday at 
seven, and uh, Thursday youth group six thirty. Good deal. Good deal. Um, of course, uh, all your information will will be it'll be linked underneath the media player. Just uh, I guess one last thing, and uh, I, I, we didn't really talk about it before, but uh, and not not put you on the spot. I don't think you'd have a problem, but uh, just uh, I guess maybe for for the country, for for the people that are shot, for for just everybody out there, um, would you would you mind saying a prayer? And um, you know maybe just uh, you know just just uh, oh, absolutely. Lord, we praise you. We thank you that we can come to you through way of prayer. We thank you that you taught us to pray. Thank you for the examples that you set for us in your word. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that your word does tell us to pray for our leaders. And I thank you, Lord. I know that you can do all things. I pray that you'll be with our leaders, Lord, regardless of their political affiliation. I pray that you'll lead them and guide them in the way that you would have them to go. Lord, I pray that you'll bring unity to the United States, Lord. Regardless of political affiliation, Lord, I pray that you'll bring unity to the United States. Lord, I pray that it starts in Washington and trickles down to the states, to the counties, to the communities. Lord, I know that you can do all things. I pray that you'll protect our politicians, Lord, protect our people, protect our soldiers, our men and women and police officers, Lord, that are serving the country, Lord. I pray that you'll keep your hand upon them and protect them. I pray that you'll give our leaders wisdom, Lord, to vote the way that you would have them to, Lord. I pray that you'll lead them and guide them, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Lord, Shauna, before we get off here, I feel led to pray for that young man to come home from North Korea and Ohio. Lord, I pray that you'll be with him, Lord. Touch him. Wake him from his coma, Lord. You see what the doctors are saying about and having brain damage and things, Lord. I pray that you'll move for him, Lord. You are the great physician, Lord. Those that police officer, Lord, that was wounded, Lord, the politician that was wounded, Lord, I pray that you'll be with them and give them a speedy recovery, Lord. Help them. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Steve, thank you very much. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, and uh, if if you all are new to the podcast, um you can uh, check out Steve on uh, episode uh, four, episode seven. He he gave uh, some really really powerful interviews there. So uh, check him out. Um, we're gonna gonna put all his info out there. So uh, get in touch with him. He is uh, he's a great guy and uh, a good friend. So uh, Steve, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, and appreciate you having me on. For God, for country, for truth, for justice, for the Republic, NeoCrusader.com.